Welcome back to the official Nerdy channel. Today we're talking about martial arts in America in the 1950s. There are many martial arts that originate from every part of the world, but Asian martial arts such as Taekwondo, Karate, and Kung Fu are especially well known in America. But how did that come to be? Why do many Americans equate martial arts with Asian martial arts? You see, Asian martial arts gained popularity in America following World War II. Some American soldiers learned martial arts while stationed in the Pacific, while some Asian martial artists moved to America during and after the war. Hawaii was a prime spot for martial arts to flourish because of several factors. Its location in the center of the Pacific made it a bridge between Asia and America. Soldiers would learn martial arts in China, Japan, or Korea, then be stationed in Hawaii and spread their knowledge there. There are also many Asian Americans, especially Japanese Americans, already living in Hawaii, and they practice martial arts as part of their culture. William Kwai Sun Chow grew up in Hawaii and learned martial arts from James Mitos. In 1944, William Chow began to teach his style of karate called Karaha Kempo. In 1950, one of his students, Adriano Imperato, opened a school to begin teaching Kaju Kenbo. <laughs> this is notable, notable for being America's first hybrid martial art. Then, in 1954, another William Chow student named Ed Parker opened a school in Utah to teach his version of Kempo, which became the famous American Kempo Karate. So you got William Kwai Sun Chow. He learned from James Mitos. He begins teaching in Hawaii. Then you get Ed Parker, who moves it to the mainland America. That's Kempo Karate. So while that was being developed in Hawaii and then the U.S., you have Korea forming its own martial art form. So there are several martial arts mingled in Korea, including karate, judo, and kung fu. Then in 1944, Hwang Ki opened the first Tang Soo Do school in Seoul, Korea. Then in 1945, Choi Yong arrived in Korea from Japan and began teaching Hapkido. So you now have Tang Soo Do and Hapkido beginning in Korea. Then, in 1955, a decade later, Choi Han Ki called a meeting between the Korean masters to unify the Korean martial arts. After negotiations, there were nine Korean training halls who united in 1957, naming their martial art Taekwondo, which means the hand-foot way, or the way of the hand and the foot. Then, in 1959 and 1960, an effort was made to convert all the Korean martial arts to Taekwondo, but some schools kept Tang Soo-do. So Taekwondo and Tang Soo-do both came to America during the 50s and the 60s, and Taekwondo, which you've probably heard of, has become extremely popular and developed many different styles and different types of Taekwondo. Then it became um, an Olympic sport, uh, it first was introduced in 1988 and then later became an official sport in the Olympics. Now, in 1945, as you have Tang Soo Do and Hop Kido developing in Korea, you have Robert Trias opening a karate school in Arizona. He taught 
Shuryu Karate, which is based on Chinese Kung Fu and Okinawan Karate. Robert Trias is sometimes called the father of American Karate. In 1948, Trias started the United States Karate Association, the USKA. So, from 1944 to 1959, you have a 15-year span. You have martial arts developing in Korea, Japan, and Hawaii, then spreading to the mainland U.S. Three notable styles in this time period were Kenpo Karate, Taekwondo, and Shuriryu Karate. However, China was also involved. China has a vast contribution to martial arts through its many forms of Kung Fu, such as Shaolin Kung Fu and Wing Chun. In 1949, Ip Man, a famous Wing Chun pr practitioner, moved to Hong Kong to escape China's communist government. Ip Man began teaching Wing Chun in Hong Kong, and one of his students became even more famous than he was. This was Bruce Lee. In 1959, Bruce Lee moved to America to act in movies, and he began teaching martial arts. His first student was named Jesse Glover, who was considered the first Westerner to learn a Chinese martial art. So Bruce Lee was able to become so popular in America because America and all the Americans there had a hunger for Asian martial arts. Karate, Taekwondo, and other Asian martial arts were just arriving there in the U.S. from the 40s to the 50s. So in 59, when Bruce Lee arrived, that was the prime time as martial arts were growing and flourishing. But now, they seem commonplace in the U.S. That is because of Bruce Lee, Robert Treatise, Ed Parker, and all these other martial artists who brought their love for their art to America in the 1950s. So, in conclusion, the 1950s were a huge informative time period in America for martial arts, but also in Korea and in Japan and in China. So, all over the world, following World War II, martial arts were growing flourishing, developing, and spreading. So let me know in the comments what martial art you know or want to learn, and let me know what other videos I should do. Have a great day.